0: hello everyone my name is chase Beating, and this is my podcast principle of polarity good morning everyone thank you for tuning in to another episode of my podcast today's podcast is entitled seven decisions And as usual, I'm going to start this podcast off with a quote. May your choices reflect your hopes and not fears. And that's the quote by Nelson Mandela. Today, we're going to be talking about the book, The Traveler's Gift. And the seven decisions are points that I have covered in other podcasts, but it's just briefly um, down I went over them. I didn't go over it in depth like I'm about to right now. Um, Again... What I have done in my life and has been helpful for me thus far is I have created a little mental temp- template of information that I can recall that will help me through difficult situations. Like um, earlier in the episodes, we covered the four agreements. And um, the four agreements are, are things that I reference to help me through difficult times. The seven decisions are Something similar to that, you know. Um, I have four agreements that I think about when I'm in difficult times. I have the seven decisions I think about when I'm in difficult times. I have the poem "Invictus," um, the poet, the poem "See It Through," um, and I have a few other poems and, and little informational uh, tidbits that I will call on when I have difficult times. So. Um, and it all comes through reading and, and learning and just the process of self education, learning myself, you know, I just there's no like structure to it. Like somebody has told me this or told me that. Like I just read or, you know, pick up things as I go along. And based on how I wanna live my life and the type of like prompt or motivation that I need when I know I'm in dark times. Um I just add it to my repertoire and use it as a collection of, of motivation to pull me through those dark times, because at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's you, you know, all you got is you, you know, you might have good support system. You might have great friends, great family and stuff like that. But when it comes through the dark times, they'll play a part in helping you out. But ultimately it's going to be you that pulls you through those dark times. And you have to make a choice again having a choice is one of the most powerful powers that a human being has in this world you have the choice to be sad you have the choice to be mad you have a choice to let other people make you make you feel those emotions i say make with air quotes because nobody can make you do anything you have to let them do that you have to give them that power and again that's a choice so the seven decisions are choices that we can make on our lives that I feel are very impactful and should be very fundamental. Like when we've talked in previous podcasts about how we need to have our foundation solidified so that when we go into, you know, the ebbs and flows in life, the highs and the lows, the dark times and the good times, you know, we need something that will be foundational, even in the good times, you know, something that we can stand on that will make decisions easier and will make life easier. And the four agreements and the seven decisions are. reflection of that they're the principles that some of the principles that I use to make up the foundation so when I'm in my dark times I really don't have to make a decision because I've already said to myself that hey I'm gonna stand by these seven decisions and I'm gonna stand by these four agreements, whether times are good or bad so then when it comes time to make decisions whether good or whether in good times or bad times it's it's relatively easy Again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, you know, I still got work to do, I still got practice to do, but these are definitely tools that I can go back and refer on that make things a whole lot easier than it would be if you just kinda, you know, wandered your way through life, just, you know, getting lucky or, or pulling yourself from bad times by chance. You know, there's a, a intentional way to live, a strategic way to live. And we, we as in you and I, we gotta work smarter, not harder. And I believe the seven decisions and the four agreements are definitely tools that can help us work smarter, not harder. The Travelers gives the book that offers a very valuable lesson or lessons or situations that we can all relate to in one way or another. It is a story about how one's made choice, choices and attitudes make the difference between failure and success. Um, so the book starts out with the main character, David Ponder. He feels like a total failure. Once he was an executive at a Fortune 500, life was good. Life was golden. Had money. You know, he was able to afford to do what he wanted to do. You know, he could take care of his family. Life is good. So something happens. He loses that job. He now works a part-time job, making minimum wage, and he struggles to support his family. Then in, every, in an even greater crisis, his daughter becomes ill, and he can't afford to get the medical help she needs so just throughout that little bit of information based on the intro we can you know we can relate to that i'm not saying like we have a sick child or you know we lost a job at a fortune 500 but in one way or another we can relate to that we have our own struggles we have our own story to tell you know like money might be tight you might be in a dark place you know a fall from glory you might have been You know high up here and and now you're low down here and you're you're trying to work your way back to to getting back to where you were you know that's just his struggle that's david ponder's struggle you know but i know that you have your own struggle that you're going through and i know that you have the own your own demons that you're dealing with and you know it's all about perspective you know he's getting down on himself he's getting you know in the dark place mentally and because of the situations he's letting his his circumstances and his predicament determine his outlook and his perception on life and we can't do that because like how we talked about dreams and how dreams are important and and how you see yourself and your vision of the future and stuff like that if you don't have hope if you don't have faith that there's going to be a better time that things are going to turn around and become better then then you have nothing to look forward to. You have nothing that's gonna, you know, pull you through to the end. You have you have no finish line to observe. And even if we do pull ourselves to the end and we make it to that finish line, we have to set another goal. We can't get into caught in the trap of thinking that life is good just because we had one bad moment in time. You know, life has eb- ebbs and flows. That's inevitable. So with the good times there will be bad times. And I think that what makes the bad times worse and what makes the bad good times better is our perception on life our perception drives our reality so if we focus on the good if we focus on our foundation if we focus on our reason why we continue to have that drive despite what's going on around us then we can shape our reality and the way we feel about things because there's a lot of uh, people out there that are extremely wealthy but they're miserable and there's a lot of people out there who, who are poor by, you know, our definition and they're extremely happy. So it's all about perception, perception drives reality. By the end of the story, David decides to resolve the internal problems of, of his perception on life. The entire story revolves around David's changing attitude for his life at the, at the beginning, he is negative and doubtful. However, by the end, he is optimist. He's a, he becomes an optimist so what happens is he is driving down the road you know he's he's just overwhelmed you know he has a weighted world on his shoulders his daughter is sick which i'm whom i'm sure he loves very very much there's a snowstorm going on and then he he gets into a crash you know and i'm not the crash was brought about by the weather and stuff like that but he was in that mindset, like, man, I really don't even want to live and stuff like that. Like, what's the point? I'm a failure. Like, I could do nothing for this world. Like, that's the kind of mindset and frame that he's in. You know, he's just at wit's end. You know, everything seems to be falling apart. And as he crashes, you know, I, I just take it as he becomes unconscious. But, um, I mean, if you want to read into it, maybe he's swept away or taken through time or whatever but once he crashes he becomes unconscious for argument's sake and when he becomes unconscious he's then guided through time where he meets important individuals at significant points in time Um, some of the individuals he meets are king solomon harry truman colonel joshua chamberlain and anne frank he also meets the archangel gabriel Um, and he just learns lessons from these people throughout time and these seven individuals that he meets and he has, you know, conversations with and he's, you know, learning their frame of mind, what decisions they they make and why, you know, and, and it's always during crucial moments in time. It's never just like randomly when they're sitting at home chilling or something, it's at crucial moments in time. And um, through these conversations with these individuals and in these talks, he gets seven decisions. And these seven decisions are decisions that you can make on a daily basis that can control your perspective, your mindset, your look on life and control how you, how it impacts your life, you know, because knowledge is power, understanding is power. So, you know, knowing, you know, that the buck stops here that, you know, ultimately it's up to you. It's on you. Knowing that is one thing, but understanding that, Hey, nobody's coming to save me. Like it's all on me. I need to be in a place where I can help myself, you know, whatever that means. And you have to ensure that you're ready to be in that place. You have to have that mindset. You have to conceptualize that, you know, this concept. It can't just be something you know or something you say. It has to be something you feel and something that you are. You know, you have to you have to be who you say you are and believe who you say you are. And when you have that that connection, that you are who you say you are, then you're living a, a life that's congruent. You know, your thoughts and your and your actions line up, and that's when you you have confidence in what you're doing and who you are. You know, and that's when the—that's why when the bad times come, you have that confidence to pull you through, because your thoughts and your actions align, and in, in your—your being is focused on being the best person that you could possibly be and driving towards that goal. So here are the seven decisions. The first decision is the book stops here, and each of these have quotes that that follow with them. So I'm going to read the quote as well, then explain it a little bit. So number one is the buck stops here. The word is not the words, it is not my fault, should never again come from your mouth. The words, it is not my fault, have been symbolically written on the gravestones of unsuccessful people ever since Eve took her first bite of the apple. At the end of the day, you are all you got. You know, it is your fault, whether you're successful, whether you're a failure, you know. Whether this happens, whether that happens, it's your fault. Um, another great book that would summarize this point is Complete Ownership or Total Ownership by Jocko Willink. I, I think I'm butchering the title. I can't remember right now, but if you type in Jocko Willink and ownership, it'll pop up. But he talks about you know how to take ownership of your life, how to take ownership of situations. And you can do this whether you're in a leadership role or you're not in the leadership role, because Leaders at one point in time were followers. So in order to be a good leader, you have to learn how to be a good follower. And one of the most important lessons that we can learn as individuals is ownership. Take ownership over situations. Like if something's not working out, if something's going wrong, if if something isn't up to the standard that you want it to be, and that can go for anything, for work, for your home life, for your love life, your relationships, for, the relationship with your kids your financial situation take ownership over you know this is my life this is my situation nobody's gonna change it but me nobody's coming to help me nobody's gonna save me it's all up to me I take ownership you know it it, it's mine you know it's mine I own it the second decision is I will seek wisdom only a few only a fool excuse me Only a fool refuses the counsel of a wise man. Find a wise man, a person who has accomplished what you wish for in your own life and listen closely to his words. I was very fortunate to have my grandfather in my life. You know, I didn't have my dad. My dad decided he didn't want to be in my life even before I was born, but I had my grandfather. And then in my family, I had a bunch of different men who were there that gave me a idea of what a man should be like so that I could, you know, build my perception of what a man should be like and then carry that out. Um, so it would it's best for us to seek out individuals who are doing what we want to do or have what we want to have and then take the wisdom from them and execute it in our own lives. And that goes for everything, for finances, for business success, for relationship wise with your family, friends, with your kids, all of that type of stuff. We need to seek out people who are successful in those areas and then obtain wisdom from them so that we can cut the learning curve instead of doing it by ourselves. You know, if we see somebody who's married and they have a successful relationship, you know, they're not divorced, they're married. You know, they have kids that house the dog, white picket fence, all of that stuff. And that's what you want. You know, that's what you want to obtain. You know, take advice from that person. You know, how do you do it? How do you and your wife talk to each other? How do y'all get through the tough times? You know, how do you divide up your work life, you know, relationship and balance? You know, how do you spend the most time with your kids? You know, stuff like that. And Maybe if the family's not for you and you just want to be a successful businessman, you know, seek out a businessman who's doing what you want to do. You know, how did you take the first step? How did you secure this? How did you secure that? You know, how did you network? How did you get this person to, you know, be in on the venture or that person to do this? You know, seek out wisdom because sometimes the learning curve for learning and doing new things can be extremely steep. And if we could do anything to help us win and become smarter and work easier, then if we wouldn't have obtained the information, then I say, let's do it. You know, I've been really, really, really trying to implement the saying, work smarter, not harder. Because there's a, I'm not gonna say easier, but there's a smarter way that we can go about living life. You know, um, trying to achieve success merely by, you know, working a nine to five is not gonna do it. You know, it's, it's gonna take effort and it's gonna take effort in the right direction. And to understand what that right direction is, you need knowledge and understanding. And you can get that knowledge and understanding through spending time with those who are wise that have done it already and who are successful in their endeavors and their mm-hmm. ventures and whatever realm of life that you decide you want to be successful in. Um, so the third decision is I am a person of action. When I'm faced with the choice, do nothing or do something, I will always choose to act. I'm a person of action. Action is what's gonna help us to achieve our goals. You can't be a person that is frozen by decision, that's indecisive. Because if you are indecisive, then at the end of the day, you know, you're gonna be stuck. If you're afraid to go left or right, you know, you're just going to be stuck and the opportunity may pass you by. You know, like when you're in, I haven't been deployed, but I've read a lot of books about people who have been in battles and people like great leaders like General Hackworth and John Bassalone and stuff like that. And one of the things that was very important about or was very significant about them was that they always chose to take action. You know they didn't free they were very reactive if they were fighting forward and then the enemy came from the side or whatever they were they were they either put themselves in a position to handle it or they ordered people in a position to handle it they were not indecisive they made decisions based on the information they had it didn't take them uh uh like sometimes when we make decisions we do have to step back and take time to process it and analyze it but being frozen by indecisiveness is something totally different. You know, we've talked about it in podcasts, paralysis by analysis. Like you want to get as much information as you can before you make a decision because you don't want to make a bad decision. Sometimes we just gotta take that L. Like sometimes that's just what we gotta do. It's part of the learning process. But at least you made a decision. You know what I'm saying? At least you you moved forward with it and you you made a choice instead of just sitting there and waiting for life to happen to you you let, you made life happen. All right. So number four, decision number four, I have a decided heart. A committed heart does not wait for conditions to be exactly right. Why? Because conditions are never exactly right. And this goes with being, you know, decisive. You know, just if you have a goal, if you have a purpose, if you have a mission you want to achieve, you know, make the best decision in light of the information that you have at that point in time. You know, there's, there's never an instance where you'll have all the information. You know, there'll be some information that you won't have, you know, that you won't have access to. And it might be for lack of knowledge, like you just didn't research it, you just didn't look for it, or you didn't even know to look for it. But at certain parts of the time, point in time, when we make decisions, we're not gonna have all the information available. We're not gonna be able to see into the future, we're not gonna be able to predict it that's that's the except like the exception to the rule is that you know you do have all the information and stuff like that but by and large you just have to have a decided heart and part of that decided heart is having the foundation that we discuss so much in my podcast like the four agreements and the seven decisions they're nothing but reminders about who you are and the choices that you've already decided to make decided to make in your life so, when you have that foundation, that foundation is a decided heart that, hey, when I get to this fork of the road and my choices lie between this and that, I already decided that this is who I'm going to be. So, whatever choice aligns with that is the choice that I'm going to take, you know, for good or for bad. And then I'll just adapt and overcome. That's what having a decided heart looks like. You know, doing what you need to do, what you have to do despite fear number five our fifth decision today i will choose to be happy both of us remember that life itself is a privilege but the life i'm sorry but to live life to the fullest well that is a choice again like we have talked about and so in the podcast previous to this one you know the ability to have a choice to decide you know how you're going to live your life and the emotions that you're going to allow to you're going to allow yourself to show and feel and you know just how you're going to exist and thrive within the world it's all a choice you know you have a choice to be happy you don't have a choice or a say no matter in the situations you go through necessarily in life but you do have the choice and how gracefully or how you're going to proceed to emotionally If every time you get into a bad situation, you have a bad attitude, you know, you're grumpy, you're mad, you're angry, life sucks, I always get a bad hand in life, you know, why can't I be successful like other people? Then the lessons you learn and the experiences you learn are going to be tough and they're going to be drawn out and you're going to have to keep repeating them because you can't see what you're supposed to learn at that point in time. But if you choose to be happy despite the situation, if you choose to be graceful in how you fall and get... Pick yourself back up, then you know you're gonna learn a lesson. You're gonna see the positive in every negative situation, and you're gonna be able to go through these downtimes gracefully. You know, you're not gonna even be phased. Like you might fall, but you'll get right back up because you understand that life has ebbs and flows, and this is nothing but a flow right now or an ebb. You know, it's it's just life. You know, so choose to be happy. Choose to be in control of your emotions. Number six, the sixth decision. I will greet this day with a forgiving spirit. Don't you be mad at you. Forgive yourself. Begin anew. The past is the past and the future hasn't come yet. The only thing you have to deal with and to work with is the present. Forgive yourself. You know, you made the best decision at that place in time or at that point in time that you felt will be the best for what you want to do and for your goals and stuff in life so there's no use in dwelling in the past there's no use in tearing yourself down over what you did or what's already happened and stuff like that it is what it is so forgive yourself you know today's a new day you can start a new chapter in your book you do not have to draw on this chapter or repeat another page or backstep or anything like that you can make a totally new chapter it's totally up to you have a decided heart choose to feel the emotions that you want and need to feel And then execute, you know, execute on your dreams and on your goals. Just greet today with a forgiving spirit. Forgive yourself, forgive others, you know, just move on. There's no use to holding on to all that baggage because when you hold on to that baggage, it only hurts you because, because the person you're mad at, the person that you felt made you sad or the reason that you're in the condition you're in today, they're living their life not worried about you or your feelings or your emotions. So you just have to move on forward, focus on you, forgive and forget you know, and just move on, do your best, you know. Well, never forget because you always want to remember the lessons that you've learned because you don't want to repeat the test. But forgive people because that baggage is heavy and it's weighing nobody down but yourself. And the last decision, I will persist with that exception. The tragedy of life is not that man loses, but that he almost wins. I will persist with that exception. That basically sums it up. That's my favorite uh decision. It basically is the non-quitting spirit. It's the fighter spirit. It's having determination and being able to, you know, again have a positive attitude, seeing the ebbs and flows in life and saying, hey, this is just another phase. This is just another lesson. You know, I'm I'm gonna persist with that exception. I've already made my mind up to follow these seven decisions. I've already made my mind up to follow these four agreements. I'm at a fork in the road in life. This this path doesn't look any better than this path, but I've already made up in my mind who I am, what my foundation is, what I, what I stand on, what I'm all about. So I'm gonna make this decision. You know, if it turns out to be the harder decision or if it turns out to be, you know, less than optimal. You know, I'm going to adapt and overcome. I'm going to get through it until I get to the next fork in the road. And then I'm going to make the best decision that I can make at that point in time. You know, that's what life is all about. Life is all about adapting and overcoming because we're not all dealt the same hand. We're not all born into millionaire or billionaire families or to superstars or movie stars. You know, we're not all born, you know, with families that support us. So we're not all born with friends that support us, you know, and And some of us go through life and and live very hectic lives, and lives filled with trauma and stuff like that. But we can't control that stuff, especially at a young age. What we can control is our perception of what has happened to us. What we can control is how we choose to adapt and overcome those things that have been placed in front of us. We can choose whether to push through it, or we could choose to sit at that wall and say, what was me, life isn't fair. You know, it's just not fair. You know, the cards are against me. How am I supposed to be successful if I can't do this? How am I supposed to, you know, achieve my goals if I can't do this? You gotta find a way to be persistent. You gotta persist despite struggle. History is littered with people who chose to be successful despite having their backs against the wall. You know, there there are tons of people, tons of people in every country and every nation all around the world. There are stories of people who were in tough situations. And despite being in those tough situations, still made a choice and were better off for it. You know, it's we do we just have to get our minds wrapped around this type of stuff like I'm trying to beat it in, beat it in, beat it, in, beat it into our heads, beat it into my head, you know, building that foundation. And it doesn't have to be the seven decisions. It doesn't have to be the four agreements. It doesn't have to be Invictus, see it through. It doesn't have to be any of the stuff that I've used as my foundation. Your foundation is unique to you, your struggle and your walk through life. So build your foundation on what you feel is important. You know, memories, stuff that people have said to you, stuff that you picked up reading in books, um, stuff that you have experienced knowledge that you've acquired whatever you need your foundation to be whatever is going to help you stand up strong stand up tall and face your demons you know with full court courage and faith that you're going to make it through no matter what you know whether you fall or whatever that you're going to get back up and you're going to try again and you're going to be persistent whatever it takes create that because we need that you know, because in those dark times when we're all by ourselves, when there's nobody else there and it's just us, you know, we're, we're going to need that foundation. We're going to need something to stand on so that in the midst of adversity, in the midst of fear, in the midst of doubt, we know who we are and we have the courage to be who we are. Because at the end of the day, we are all we got. And the seven decisions is a way to set ourselves apart from the rest of those who are struggling in the midst of that forking them. That's all I have for you today. Make sure you visit my website, ytin.org. That's yourtimeisnow.org. My YouTube channel, which you can find simply by typing in my name, Chase Beatty. That's C-H-A-S-E-V-E-A-T-T-Y. And my motivational Instagram page. You can find that at A-L-B Chase. That's A-L-B-C-H-A-S-E. Please like, subscribe, and follow. And as you go throughout your day, ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?